Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezicki. Welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezicki, along with my friend Mike Kapler. And every week we get together and just talk about stuff. I mean... There's all kinds of uh, things that we've talked about in the in the past uh, almost year or so, uh, but really we like to focus it around you know, the the subject, the so-called the subject of grace, which really is something that is is with us uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, moment by moment. You know, grace isn't something that we have a little bit here and a little bit there, but it's it's the way that we live this life by by God's grace. And well, how you doing today, Cap? Well, doing good, Joel. Uh, it is an exciting time of the year, uh, regardless of when you're listening to the broadcast here. Um, it's just anytime you start getting anywhere, either a little before or a little after Christmas, it's a time for families to get together. And I think, hopefully anyway, uh, focus in on, on some of the things that are really important in life, um, which is family, friends, um, you know, if you've got your health, this time of the year, or if you don't have your health uh, at this time of the year, um, it, it helps you to really focus. I think on on what's really important in life when we when we take a look at at the birth of Christ and and just all that it entails. Yeah, we can you know focus on so many things that don't really matter. I mean, like you say, whether we're full of great health or not healthy, whether we've got a lot of stuff in life or not got a lot of stuff, rich or poor or whatever, uh, the the thing that's common. Uh, to mankind is the need for Christ, the need for this, you know, this baby that was born in a feeding trough, in a, you know, in a, in a manger. Um, you, you know, you, you get these Christmas cards, you know, and it's got a nice picture of the manger scene, and you got a little, you get lights glowing everywhere, and there's a halo over Mary's head or over the head of the baby Jesus, and there's a donkey looking down, and there's the three wise men, and it just looks so peaceful and so serene. But when it comes down to it, what really happened? I mean, they went through Mary and Joseph. Uh, just imagine uh, a pregnant woman trying to to get to the hospital in in modern times. I mean, you've got this you know, a pregnant woman, and you got to call nine one one, or else you got to get your husband, and 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 he's got to bring you to the hospital, and within. You know, maybe 10 minutes, you can be there. Well, here they were traveling to this place. They didn't know where they were going to stay. They didn't know when the baby was going to come. They didn't know any of this stuff. I mean, it was really kind of a hard time. And then when they got there, we, we say, oh, there was no room in the inn. We kind of take that for granted. It, it, it just wasn't a pleasant situation. The, the person that would become the Savior of mankind, the Savior of the world, was born humbly and was born in rough conditions. It's it's all part of the huge sacrifice that that Christ made for us. Well, you know, she wasn't driving in no Cadillac over to the <laughs> over to the stable either. You know, I mean, <laughs> exactly. it, it's uh, it was a it was a totally different time, that's for sure. Um, and then, of course, uh, she went into what some people would call Emmanuel labor, but that's. Uh, <laughs> That's another story. Um, sorry about that. Had to get that one in before the show was done. I figured this was as good a time as any. You know, it, it, there is something sort of, and I, I don't take this wrong, but there is something sort of magical about the whole thing. I mean, this woman became pregnant, <laughs> not because any man touched her. I mean, that right there, you, you start with that, and you, you scratch your head and you say, huh? 
I mean, just meditate on that one alone for a while, and and, and you start getting dizzy. And and it's just a fantastic story, you know. We might call it a, a miraculous story, not a magical one, but you know, really. Um, with the C.S. Lewis movie that's out there now, the, the Narnia Chronicles, uh, you know, there's a lot of magical stuff in there, but really you can almost uh, use those words um, synonymously. Uh, miraculous, magical, and I'm not talking about cultic stuff here, none of that, but just uh, uh, such a fascinating story. And, and I think sometimes, like the Narnia Chronicles, <laughs> we, we, we get so caught up with hearing it over and over again that it almost just becomes a little bit like a fairy tale. This was a real happening. And and if we can, I think, uh, trust the Lord to open our understanding and open our eyes and our hearts to the realization of um, uh, just uh, the fact that this really happened and, and it's not, and it didn't happen in, in, in storybook form. Even when we read the Gospels sometimes, we read things that happened over such a period of time and we read them in a few paragraphs or a few verses sometimes or even a chapter and it just sometimes it's it's hard to bring it back to 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 reality to where we can really connect with it right and as you say we read it over and over again and we just kind of take a lot of it for granted uh, you know one thing we had um we've talked about on our program before having to do with with i i guess having to do with the birth of Christ and and basically with Jesus becoming a man and growing up in this world we have this this picture of a baby with a halo, but it was this baby was born probably crying, just like any other baby. Had to have the umbilical cord cut, and, and it, it just wasn't it, it wasn't this um, it wasn't this type of thing where God said, "Poof, you're sent down to earth as a man, and now start your ministry." Jesus had to be a baby, saying "goo goo" and "gaga" and having. Uh, his mother uh, have to change his diaper, or oh, now you've gone too far. <laughs> you know, and and w- when Jesus was born as a baby, as a baby, uh, did Jesus know who he was? Uh, did Jesus have every you know? Did Jesus have this knowledge, or was he just like any other baby where he had to take some time? And learn, and, and I think the scriptures give us a few clues on this. Uh, we're, we're told in the scriptures that Jesus grew in wisdom and in knowledge, and he grew in favor with God and with man. Now, this is as as he became older. So, somewhere along the line of his growing, Jesus had to become aware of who he was, of of who he was as a man, and who he was as the Son of God. With his identity, I, I think that's true. I, I think there are so many aspects of of Jesus uh, when he was a human being, God in the flesh, on the earth. There are so many different things that we we spend so little time really focusing on. And I'm not just talking about burping up milk and dirty diapers. But as he as he grew as a man, uh, I, I know the scripture doesn't tell us a lot, and, and and we can't say some things for sure. But perhaps a, a little common sense and some Bible knowledge will, will help us to, to relate to this just a little bit better because Jesus had, I think, had to begin to understand his identity as the Son of God, just as you and I need to begin to, to understand 
uh, our identity, as the Bible describes it, as, as a child of God, as, as the righteousness of God. Understanding our identity, which we've talked about before, is one of the most crucial aspects of fundamental growth in your Christian life that you'll ever run into. Understanding who you are in Christ and, and how God has already described you apart from what you do. And I think um, Jesus also had to come to grips with the reality. Jesus, the man, had to come to grips with the reality that he was indeed the Messiah. The, the, and, and, a, and obviously he, he had uh, the scriptures of the Old Covenant to look at. But somewhere along the line, you know, I don't know. We've, we've, we've discussed this before, Joel, and, and obviously this, this isn't to be dogmatic about this or anything. We're just taking a... Uh, a little um i'm just surmising a little bit that maybe somebody might have spoken to jesus about who he was an obvious person might be somebody like joseph or mary who sat down with him as he was growing up one day as a boy and said here's what happened (laughs) joseph really isn't your father god is and and they could go back and tell the story of how the angel appeared and and so on and so forth and and so somewhere along the way, Jesus began to, um, I think, come to grips with the reality of, of who he was. And I kind of, you know, wonder about, you know, Mary and Joseph themselves, you know, ha- having to, uh, having received the revelation from, uh, from the angel, but them also, Mary and Joseph, having to, to kind of come to grips with, with what was going on, with how God was using them, and with, with how God was, using their son with, with exactly what was going on here. And I, I'm sure that some of the scriptures, like you were talking about, from the Old Covenant and, and from the prophets, some of the script, uh, scriptures might have you know, made uh, maybe a different kind of a sense to them than they had in the past when they realized, wow, this is, this is what it's about. This is what Messiah is about. This is what was prophesied. And it's all coming, it's all coming to happen through our son Jesus. I guess, in a sense, we can we can take a lot of this, and if we want to, you know, how does this, you know, fit in with with our lives today, and, and how God leads leads us and guides us? Um, there's a lot of different ways. I mean, God can lead us through direct revelations. I've I've known people who have said that uh, at the foot of their bed, um, an angel has appeared. They were in the hospital. I remember a pastor saying he was in the hospital suffering and going through some bad times and an angel appeared to him and and talked to him that's between him and god i mean i don't i can't tell you that that was true or not but that's a story i've heard god can speak to us in our hearts he can speak to us through the scriptures as i'm sure jesus had to you know take a look at those scriptures and, and come to the realization and understanding that by the holy spirit leading him that these were the things that were happening in his life it's it's incredible stuff what, what what you can start digging into and and hopefully gaining a, a greater understanding of of what this is all about um, and and you know when it came to Mary and Joseph I mean who knows I, I'm sure they obviously knew there was something special about this child I'm not sure how much they really understood um, but there were there were scriptures declaring the identity of the Messiah and I think Jesus eventually had to had to hold on to those and and uh, declared you know once he came to grips with who he really was. Um, it, it's just—I I just find it fascinating the, the whole story. I, I like Easter a lot too, but I think the Christmas story is a story of something so special because it's—it's it's the beginning of our redemption. Yeah, it's the beginning of, of of Christ coming coming to the earth as a man. 
when you think about I mean, you can think about if I were God, how would I do this? And, and there's there's no way we could ever you know, would ever be able to figure that out or even try to consider it. Uh, how would we have saved the world if it were up to us? Would we send uh, God to the earth as a man, as a person, uh, to live to live in 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 the flesh as as we live, and to go through all the things. Uh, that we go through except to be without sin and then you know to have the the weight of the sin of the world put upon put upon you i mean would we have done that i mean i don't you know that's just the the wisdom and the the wonder of god that we'll never be able to figure out Uh, we can really at best be thankful that god has done this for us that that by his grace even though we don't deserve any of this he's he sent jesus christ in the flesh uh, to take our sins upon himself well, we have uh, less than a minute here, Joel. I, I think there are some things that we could probably get into on the next program about why did Jesus have to become a man? Why did God enter into the human race as one of us? Um, that is something I think maybe we could talk about on the next program because um, it, it's kind of important, I think, to understand uh, why Jesus became a man and along the, some of the lines you were just talking about there. That I, and I'm not a theologian, Joel, so if it gets too deep, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I like to keep it simple. I'm a simple-minded person, but maybe that's something we can touch on next time. Okay, well, we'll do that. Well, thanks a lot for listening. I'm Joel Brzezinski, along with Mike the Cap Kapler. We'll be back with you again next week. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason, uh, leave a comment or ask a question, you can uh, get a hold of us through the website graceroots.org. And we appreciate you being with us. We'll be back again with you next week for more Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.